How Long Gone, The Sun Is Out, uh, Los Angeles, California, Them Jeans, Chris Black. It's a it's a morning podcast since our, our guest is is in the UK. Um, how are you feeling, Jason? Have you had time to kind of get your day going, get your brain firing, have your um, coffee with butter in it? Uh, no bulletproof. I did have coffee. Um, I'm feeling actually pretty good. I think everyone has sort of been like sick. Like just cor- just kind of like sick for the last two months, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm starting to come out of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did uh, pour up a nice cup full of broth just a second ago to warm my spirits. <laughs> okay, so I I yesterday um, on a on a how long gone off day uh, because we love the medium so much we did get together to record an episode of our, our friend Pia's podcast, Everything is the Best, uh, which which airs over at the um, pay-to-play Dear Media Network. And um, we did this in, 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 our, in our normal spot at Jason's house, and I walked in, and it just, the, the smell of broth, of stock, of, mm-hmm. dead, chi- of dead chicken. Carcass. Um, it hit me. It hit me like a wall of fucking bricks. I got to tell you what. And it was... Um, it, the the pack was distractingly loud. I would say, is that how you would just? Were you adding? Are there is there additional fragrant ingredients that I'm maybe not aware of that we're adding? There, to this? there are a lot of aromatics in play, of course. Okay, but okay. nothing nothing too abnormal. The way I the way I like to make my okay. stock, it's just okay. the standard stuff: celery, carrots, garlic, onion. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a bay leaf. Mm-hmm. A little some peppercorns, things like that. Uh, a Parmesan cheese rind is another popular one to add some, oh, some richness oh. and body to it. But a lot of a lot of people will add other things that make it a little too powerful, in my opinion, like ginger and lemongrass and things like that. And it can make you know it, it's just too strong. So I like to add. Okay. I, I make a, a, a simple. I have a simple plan with my broth, and I stick to it. And then, if I want to make it funky, I'll do that in post. So the broth is done. Okay. Then I sure, can add yeah. whatever you know. Okay. Things that that uh, that Renee Redzepi has been working on that show up on my doorstep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Add some fermented reindeer penis or whatever <laughs> to add an extra flair. Whichever one of his interns spent four months how to uh, learning how to pickle reindeer penis only for an unpaid opportunity. Uh, it's, it's a lot of exposure to pickling. Um, <laughs> but I I walked in and I of course complained about the smell and Jason was like. Watch this. When Pia walks in, she's going to say how great this smells. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what happened. Yeah. And then she was asking about your broth. And then, unfortunately for me, you did take the the lid off. Oh, yeah. And then the smell got even more fragrant. And that's when I had to leave because I, I started to feel a little nauseous. Damn, bro. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I mean, it really is a tale of, of, tale of two podcasters, a tale of two creators. Broth oh. is a very divisive <laughs> fluid isn't it it's it's been that no no it is and, and now that the the sun's out even though it's a, there's a little chill in the air it's going to be 70 degrees today in la i hope that the bro oh. i hope that that stock has simmered enough that you can put it in storage in one of your little plastic cups in the refrigerator <laughs> and that's that smell is hidden because i also feel like and i don't mean to um have sympathy for animals but it seems like <laughs> that maybe that smell being so fragrant and delicious uh for carnivores that could make those doggos a little crazy. You oh, ever they, thought about yeah, that? No, no, I'm, I'm aware of it. They go hog wild at the smell of uh, boiling bones. They <laughs> okay. love bones. But yeah, they, they, it's 
it's basically Bonnaroo for them every time I boil up okay. a new pot. <laughs> okay, this is this is a <laughs> this is a Kendrick this is a Kendrick Lamar headlining set at Bonnaroo level of excitement for uh-huh. for Margot and Bean. I I wanted to also discuss a tweet I saw this morning, mm-hmm. and I this feels like something that could be made up. I find it linguistically fascinating that even in the Zoom era, we still call the networking meetings where you're getting to know someone digital coffees, even though we both are literally sitting in our homes without coffee. And I wanted to ask you, Jason. Never heard it called digital coffee before. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> I just I just wanted to make sure that this lie uh is un, is is uh called out here because I don't think that it it, it feel digital coffee does feel like something that could be floating around the LinkedIn universe. I'm not going to put it. I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I am going to say that I haven't heard it. It's one it. of my favorite burial songs. Okay. Uh, digital coffee. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Okay. So this is <laughs> this is ripped from the white label 12 inch. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like a term that anyone has, you know, I just feel like that's something you and I would have come across at this point. At the very least, we would have mocked it, satirized it, yeah, or made yeah, fun of it yeah. because it's such a funny thing to say. Yeah. I mean, those are people who are tweeting in their own little silo. And if you are the type of person where somebody sends you a Slack message or whatever, a signal saying we should get a digital coffee sometime, those people do exist in the world. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we just don't have to interact with them. It's it's crazy because I feel like we do. Um, and we know a lot of founders. Yeah. No, don't, get, don't get it twisted. We know a lot of founders. Yeah. I just feel like we interact with the best and the worst. You know, mm. but this this particular type of worst, I, I do think um, exists outside of our purview, and that's a blessing for us. Yeah, it's 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 not like when somebody tweets about how their uh, nine month old made a comment about Nancy Pelosi or whatever it is, <laughs> where you're like, okay, you, I don't think your uh, your infant wrote that tweet or said that to you over your morning coffee. I think you may have written that yourself. Um, I think that digital coffee really does exist, and people do say those words. But like I said, I'll be uh, I'll be thanking Allah this afternoon, uh, sharing my gratitude for not having to hear those with my own words, it was just, my own ears. Yeah, it was just one of those things that I was I was surprised by. But I, I also wanted to talk about I w- I went through something yesterday um, that, as you know, was kind of hard for me, and I shared it with you personally. But I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be kind of important to share it with the audience as well. It's cool that you're brave enough. I mean, I don't like to backslide, you know, in my life. I kind of always like to keep a forward momentum, as you know. Um, And due to some circumstances outside of my control, um, I did. um, Oh, man, I had to. um, (laughs) I had to. I I had to rejoin Equinox. (laughs) When you say had to, was it a gun? Was it a knife? How did the whole thing go down? It's just sometimes i i i think about economics and i shrug them off and i spend based on my heart and i mm. but in this in this case this is actually a decision I spend with my heart vote with my dollar exactly this is actually a, a, a this is actually an instance where this will benefit my wallet save me money versus doing berries seven times a week but mm-hmm. um it's more about um my programming and I don't, I cannot get thrown off of the run I'm on right now. Um, no pun intended with what Hunter and I've been working on. So instead of throwing caution to the wind and spending a fortune on berries daily, I've decided to make a adult decision, rejoin the Equinox family and, and, um, follow a program. The Hunter is mm. going to write for me. Hey man. So 
we're all kind of going through it and you're no uh <laughs> no i'm not i'm and not you're a, no different the way that they've banned gas ovens in new york <laughs> and what that's doing to you and allison roman think about what i'm going you know i want you to see me suffering as well yeah because people think people think it's so easy you know it's no big deal life is good you podcast ha 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 <laughs> but there are there are struggles and things that go with this and having to re-download the equinox app and start from scratch oh. i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy so you had to see some of the worst text one could read <laughs> on their uh, mobile device which is member since 2023 that is exactly yes exactly that is exactly what hit yeah it hit so so far below the belt but i'm looking at this as a mature decision and i kind of think that sharing this with not only you but but our 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 listeners um who who we love and respect i i'm sure i'll receive a lot of support from the community um in this in this trying time hopefully dasha has reached out as a fellow equinox sympathizer yeah yeah exactly uh but the but the um you know i know they have the equipment i need to continue to see the gains i'm looking for in 2023 and that has to be my north star sorry to cut you off does this mean now that you might take advantage of some of their other amenities um you know i.e a sauna perhaps so you're asking if i'm going to get jerked off by men in the sauna and right now the answer is no but i mean anything's possible i mean i don't know how it's going to go it's going to throw me into such a warp being in that environment smelling the eucalyptus (laughs) um you know seeing the finance guys you know it's going to be it's really gonna it's such a new york experience at equinox i can't Mm -hmm. um i can't say um also before we bring our guests on i wanted to say that we we appeared on another podcast i think we talked about it but um straight stratio lab stratio lab yes um where it's basically the gay versions of us or we're the straight versions of them whatever it may be but we appeared on there a few days ago and you guys should go listen to it it's a funny episode but the uh, the theme of that was loosely was home improvement. You pick a subject that straight people that's right are very in tune with. No Tim Allen. This is the act of. This is the actual. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about the beloved sitcom from the nineties. Uh, and and the theme was home improvement. And then you know I just recently saw the Paris Review has a new segment on their publication about home improvements. And I'm really wondering, you know, how much further will the lines be drawn? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm sorry, how much further will the lines be blurred between, you know, top literary media mm-hmm. and then, you know, my blue collar life and it's, influence on the rest of the is, world? I, I, it, again, I who knows? I mean, it's it, the Paris Review will never want me to write for them, but they will pluck uh-huh. my ideas. Yeah. And use them for whatever evil that they're doing over there. No, it's it's true. It's it's like uh, they're mining you for for content. There's obviously no uh, financial retribution to be paid. It's exploitation, is what it is. As we say in my world, in the hip hop community, uh, TJ makes Paris Review takes. You know, and that's <laughs> that's right. That's on God. We do have a guest today. Uh, we're going all the way to London, but but uh, she she hails from Italy. Our name is Sofia Prantera. Bravo. Um, she is uh, an Italian designer. She had a brand called uh, Silas that I remember pretty well. Is it Silas or Silas? I think it's Silas. I don't know. We're going to find okay, out. I've never heard that. it said. Uh, but yeah, she also helms now Aries, which you, I'm sure you've seen. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna chat with her about. I mean, you know, look, she was at Central Saint Martin's in in the 90s, so I can only imagine mm-hmm. uh, the shit that she has, has seen and done. 
Um, and I, you know, I love talking to an OG. Jason. Yeah, and we're both fans of of Aries as well. You know, there's in in a world of streetwear where it's almost ninety nine percent horseshit. Uh, they're one of they're one of the uh, the streetwear brands that is actually cool and interesting That's and true. doing fun stuff. A lot of unisex styles, blurring the lines between masculinity and streetwear, and I'm excited to find out, you know, who some of Chris's favorite hotties are who yeah, have okay. been spotted in some no problemo sweatsuits. Okay, yeah, we could we could definitely figure that out. All right, let's uh let's chat with Sophia. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Honestly, Sophia, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm really happy that worked out because we've done shit like that countless times and it does not work out often <laughs> I, I would say more often than not the difference is we're doing it with like a professional musician who should know better but somehow can't use airpods so with a really bad fashion designer who worked out very well i hope you can just say it like to the musician next time you just say actually there was like a 
fashion designer did it very quickly. We had this really <laughs> bad fashion designer do it in five seconds, so you have no excuse. <laughs> like a literally worst fashion designer ever did it very quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll make sure to we'll make sure to lay that out for them. Are you um <laughs> Are you in London? Are you in Italy? Where are I'm you? I'm in London. Yeah, I'm in my house in London. So you have a. You, you said this is the garden. What What were you calling this room that you're in? Sunroom. Well, so this is the go- the garden room. We don't know because basically in lockdown, I know you guys started in lockdown. In lockdown, we um. So can you get my dog? Is it better if the dog gets out? No, no, it's fine. Oh no, no, you no, no. Okay, your dog's he's, fine. Yeah, he's fighting. Uh, a toy at the moment. Uh, so in lockdown, with I have two kids uh, and a dog, and I think we we're really tight. So we, my husband built this room in the garden. I think you can see it. You might be able to see the house. The oh wow! Side. Okay, so yeah. this is an ADU. This is we have in California. We call these an ADU, an additional dwelling unit. Uh, it's an additional dwelling unit. <laughs> could we, uh, Sophia? Could we see the the permits that you pulled for that, just to make sure it's all <laughs> I, on the up and up? I did. I did. I got a permit. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> okay, wow. That's that's even more impressive. Yeah, they knew that people were desperate lockdown to try and find somewhere to work. And <laughs> because my my son does music, it's soundproof, so it's actually really good. I was gonna I was gonna say it looks it looks it looks soundproof. Yeah, what it's kind soundproof. of music is is your son making? He well, he keeps it quite secret, <laughs> but um, <laughs> he's into I guess grime and rap and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> How old is he? He's he was nineteen last week. So. Okay, so he's nineteen. So yeah, and he doesn't really use it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so he's a nineteen-year-old. Got it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's nineteen. His parents are are cool. Like you know, he's been he's been raised by cool parents, and he's like making beats, is what you're saying. Yeah, he makes beats exactly. Well, he doesn't think that you're cool, but the world yeah. the world does. And he doesn't think his parents are cool at all. Like, he wasn't nineteen in lockdown. He was more like sixteen, I guess. Um, yeah, that's beats, and he actually does a lot of music for us too. But begrudgingly, again. You're saying he, you force him, you force him under duress to make music for Aries when you need it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. You're like, all right, uh, we got a new, we got to make a new TikTok. So can you give me a beat, Sunny Boy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's really difficult with music because you have to have rights to music, which you know. Yeah. I, I think at the beginning when you start a brand. You can get away with just ripping anything off, and then you get to a point where people just start getting pissed off. So, I think the music thing is the hardest because visually we can do anything, but actually music-wise, I I don't really know how to do it. And obviously, it's a throwing logic. So, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, and kids can do it like literally two minutes. What I think would take probably seven hours takes two minutes. Uh, so yeah, so I force him and your dress. Okay, that's good. So it's it's kind of like if you don't give me this beat by noon, maybe there's not going to be any food on the table. You tonight. don't get any food. Uh, okay, yeah, exactly. No lunch for you. <laughs> so do um do his friends ever hit him up to get free clothes from you guys? Oh my god, they all model for us. That's kind of like it's gone from like being. I think my career has gone from being my friends to you know younger friends, and then now he's like. <laughs> my kids and my kids friends and yes i think we have them around all the time uh we're quite an easy household with lots of people hanging out that's great um, yeah that's yeah, very that's fun. very cool so since all 
all of your friends are are, are grandpas and grannies now, so it's not yeah. a great <laughs> demographic it, for your street quite, yeah, It doesn't look quite no. the same. <laughs> Although, you know, I get told off all the time and just say, you should just like you should have more like older women in your lookbooks. But yeah, no, it's easier to use the kids. But we had a we had a party the other day. We had like a, we we have these like quite amazing parties in London, and we have like a really amazing like breath of ages. Like breath, did you say breath? Oh, sorry, I'm Italian by the way. So if my English sounds a bit weird, that's <laughs> fine because of that. I'm sorry. Right, so you said you're on Valium, so it might fuck up your English. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I said I'm Italian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my bad i literally i literally thought you're like sorry i'm on valium it might fuck up my english and i was like damn okay go off sophia damn it's not, it's, yeah i just took some valium so my english must be slightly slurred no, no i'm italian i don't know if you know i'm italian no we, I'm italian. Yeah, of, course, italian. of course we know you're italian yeah, okay. we can read so my English sometimes is not up to up to scratch. It's okay. Uh, but anyway, okay. yeah, we Don't do worry. tend to have these parties that you know that sort of have everyone the age, like the the variety of ages is very very um yeah. It's like they're like weddings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Runs the gamut. <laughs> but they're really fun. That we we are known in London for having the best parties. Oh wow! Okay. So, so, and I think okay. now it's like yeah. Okay. <laughs> it goes Sophia and then fabric is is as far as parties yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I didn't know. I didn't know that. So well, fa fabric doesn't give you free drinks though. Yeah, that's a good point. So if, if all right, so if Jason and I, if Jason and I were lucky enough to get invited, yeah. To one of the parties at your household? No, not in my house. No, that's the you do it at a club or an art gallery or something. Yeah. No, we like like organize events for areas, so it's not it's not um not my own parties. No. O2 Arena or something like that. Some of the local venues. Yeah, more like um like art galleries or like mm -hmm. yeah event spaces. We're about to open a store, so it's going to be there next time. I think. Yeah, that's why I I want an event space so I can throw parties and not have to worry about my personal belongings you know getting damaged yeah that's it, it's good yeah J jason's a pretty big party animal and sometimes he's, he gets a little wild um, yeah so you gotta watch it yeah if if i go into your medicine cabinet you know good luck <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the volume is gonna be <laughs> gone you'll have to call that. you'll have to call your pharmacist <laughs> yeah. yeah and get a re you have to call your your local boots sorry and get i mean a you'll have to call you'll have to ring the chemist if i come around <laughs> the flat and you don't want your teenage children to go into your medicine cabinets that's not good no, yeah we don't. exactly well you, you were mentioning that your parties run the gamut in terms of diversity of age diversity in general i think diversity I think in general diversity in general yeah yeah well you i mean and 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 you and and your brands that you've worked with over the years have always been you know very kind of unisex a lot of you know clothing can be for male and female and yeah it's kind of a genderless thing do you think are, are old people the next step on that journey oh we already my parents were there he said to toe. they're actually here visiting me at the moment and they literally come down in like aries head to toe and they're like pushing <laughs> 80 so well if it's one thing italians like it's free streetwear yeah, yeah italian <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually sophia why we have you can you explain because we, we talked about this we talked about this a lot because jason and i um love to complain about going to italy yeah and um when we're in italy why do you see like an 80 year old man wearing like bootleg pyrex like what part of the italian <laughs> like what what why what is and you're laughing because you've seen it with your own eyes yeah why why does it i know <laughs> like you're yeah 
I didn't realize it was bootleg. Is it an Italian brand? I thought it was an Italian brand, and they didn't really. Well, it's not even a real either. brand. No, it's no, it is a real. Well, no, it was. Real brand. It was a real brand, but like I'm saying, okay, well let's let's use a different example. Yeah. Your dad pulls up in the off-white sweatsuit, and you're kind of like. What the fuck, Dad? Like, why does that happen? Why does that happen in Italy and not in anywhere else in the world? And, and I th- I'd like to think that that the the grandparents or the nonas who are wearing hair and Preston bomber jackets are just like, what? This My is, nonas are. They're like, I'm just. This is a shirt. I'm I'm just wearing clothes. What are you talking about? Like, I don't even understand. They take. They take. They cut the obvious brand. You know. Oh, the D badge. Yeah, the D badge. <laughs> I love the I love the idea of walking into your your Nona's house and she's got uh, all the pots are on and she's she's got the hair and Preston sweatsuit on just just getting getting busy in the Yeezys. I have really that- cool parents. I I have to say I'm like quite proud of my parents. My mom is in there doing a podcast about vampires at the moment. She's pretty amazing. Ooh, wait, 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 what? 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 Yes. What do you mean? So. So podcasting is a family business over there right now is what it sounds like. It's a family business. Well, my first one, but not hers. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Does she 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 hosts a podcast about vampires or she's a guest? So she's she's a writer. She's writing. Okay. She's writing about vampires and she's recording as a podcast. Wow. As what an amazing guy. moment where you're like, oh, sorry, guys. Like, I just need an, an hour, peace and quiet. I'm going to record this podcast. And your mom's like, you? Me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to get my sister to do one of the voices on the as we speak. So, yeah, I mean, I have quite an eccentric family, but you know, yeah, I can tell. I mean, no, but I yeah. think that this. We, we talk about this a lot on How Long Gone because uh, Jason and I both uh, have loving families, but they're not by uh, cool by any stretch of the of the imagination. But in some ways, I guess that's fine because they kind of let us do our thing and let our freak flags fly and we figured it out. But did your parents like, did they let you do whatever you want kind of and you figure it out early or were they, or were they trying to make you cool? Uh, no, no. So I... My mom's cool. My dad's quite straight. So I think okay. I had both. The <laughs> yeah, I had both things in my life. So my dad's a doctor. So it's quite straight. He's Italian. My mother's English. And he is, he, he, you know, he's quite conventional. So I think we had both things in our lives where, we, you know, we weren't pushed to be, you know, to be extrovert at all. Actually, the opposite. But we are, we were towards the arts i guess yeah yeah but yeah no we're also quite straight and italian and kind of like those quite boring italian that will wear like uh you know cashmere jumper and some jeans mm, nothing wrong with that like that kind of background pariolini if you know the pariolini the- cashmere <laughs> jumper and jeans is actually my go-to look so i can <laughs> yeah, relate on exactly. that mm-hmm. i can relate on that the dog wants to come back in sorry i don't know if i should do- <laughs> Is that really annoying if he goes in and out? No, we don't even know. We don't care. It's fine. Oh, you don't know. Okay. Is your dog? Does your dog have a cool name like Brunello? Well, my dog, my dog's gender fluid. <laughs> 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 he has, like, <laughs> he has a girl's name, and he's a boy. Uh, he's called Nina. Okay, sorry. I mean, I should. Uh, uh, they, is they? They. Them? They're called Nina. No. Do they have a cool yeah, name? Yeah. Um. It. He. He's a he's a boy. I don't know how he identifies that, but he's called Nina. But that was that was a joke from the kids. Again, a pandemic joke because Nina apparently is short for a gun, for a nine millimeter gun, and they thought it'd be really fun. Oh, 
to have Anina. Oh, Anina. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I've... But he's stuck with his very silly name, which I'm sure. I mean, that, that's how all good names happen, you know? <laughs> Where our podcast is just like, yeah, let's just use that name until we come up with a better name. And then a year goes by and you're we like, oh, better. fuck. I feel like you have a very chaotic household, you know? I feel like there's a lot going on. I feel like it's. Yeah. Um, do you are you doing a lot of cooking? Who handles the cooking in the household? Well, I like cooking, so I do cook. But actually, less. I mean, work's really full on at the moment, so less. And then the kids obviously are a bit older, so they can kind of do it themselves. But like, I like cooking. I come from like my Italian family is one of those families that you know everyone's cooking all day, every day, and then you have lunch and. Mm-hmm. you know everyone's talking about what they're gonna have for dinner and <laughs> uh you know that, like i'm sure you've experienced yeah yeah where just food seems to be the only way of communicating yeah. i'm not i'm not really a big food guy but i think that lunch is kind of crazy you know because it, it <laughs> eating lunch kind of takes the wind out of my sails you know i can't no no matter how many espressos i have i can't regain the vigor after having a meal midday. Yeah, can you give us some tips after you have a big bowl of tortelloni for lunch <laughs> and you want to take a nap, but you still have to approve some run line sheets or whatever? What do you what do you do? Yeah, these tech packs aren't going to get done. You have but- to have a- <laughs> so I tend to not have a big lunch, but when I go to eat with the Italians, they do have a big lunch and the secret is that they just have a couple of hours off okay so okay so you're saying you're saying the key is to take a three-hour nap and then kind of pick back yeah. up around four you put the put your legs up on the masoni couch take a little nap yeah. and, you, and then back to work you go even put your pajamas back on if you you know if you're in the right place oh i like I, you know because my 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 dad is a big napper and he used to have a nice couch in his office and he removed the couch because he was like, I gotta stop napping, and then he began to just nap laying on the floor. <laughs> so it wasn't the com- the comfort wasn't even the. It was just the he just could not keep his. He needed eyes to open. nap so badly. Yeah, it just didn't lay on concrete. It's it's a it's dire. But I, I think once you hit a certain age, you know, the nap kind of becomes unavoidable. And it, and, and it ends up hurting you. It's like when, when people don't get enough sleep, it's not really helping anybody out, you know? It's also, I think maybe it is of another generation. I think mm. it's like, you know, I don't think it's kind of acceptable anymore, but you, people in Italy do do it, but not everyone. Mm-hmm. But um, it used to be, when I was young, it used to be a thing where you'd go and your granddad's got back in his pajamas and he's going for, for sleep. And then you couldn't even, like, we used to go and stay with my grandmother in the summer. And when they were having a nap, you couldn't make any noise. It was insane. And you're like, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, and they had like, you know, Italian, big Italian family, lots and lots of kids. And we were all forced to go around on our tiptoes. That's, that, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty that. good. How was your summer? It was great. I had to be yeah. quiet for three hours every afternoon. It was amazing. <laughs> we did a lot of, a lot of silent raves. Just silent raves. <laughs> yeah, I wish they existed. That. <laughs> How often do you go back to the motherland now? At least once a year. Well, no, m- way more because I also work there. All our production oh, is there, so I and yeah. you know I'm really close to my parents, so I do try and go back at least three or four times a year, but probably more often than that. Even do they live in? Do they live in the city or? Yeah, or no? they're, so uh, they're in Rome. Okay. Oh we're wow, nice. Rome, okay. And we just did a project in Rome, so. 
I was able to go back a lot, which was really fun. Bravo. Yeah, we um I love Milan and I get killed for that um by uh my fellow Americans, because they're like, what? What is there to like about Milan? I love Milan. I knew you did, and that's why yeah. I, I, I just guessed because you're a real one. So I, yeah. I think w- uh, people are just like, so Sophia. Why do you think people dislike Milan? I don't know. I really like it. I, it used to be. I don't, She's like, I never heard that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it used to be more dislikable. I think new, like Milan, it used to be harder Milan, but now it's like it's such an easy city and it's really fun. I agree. I like the sort of yeah. I like the looseness of it. The fact that you can just go out and then you'll end up in lots of different places mm-hmm. and people are friendly i don't know i really enjoy it and then i have a lot of friends there as well. mm-hmm. i just feel like it's it's the most comparable to new york the same reason i love london it feels like business is getting done which yeah we know no offense to you and your people but you guys aren't you know you're not really like no business forward no. so it's nice <laughs> no. it's nice in milan it feels like people are actually going to work you know whereas maybe in some other yeah. places it doesn't quite come across no rome is like it's insane i mean i went back so because we did this collaboration with the roma football club i actually spent a lot of yeah. time there which i haven't as a grown-up let's <laughs> say uh and and I was just shocked on how actually lawless it is. <laughs> lawless meaning right. meaning it's completely lawless. You got stuck. You it's got like stuck up. Crazy. You got stuck up for your babe Rolex or lawless like. <laughs> it's more like just there's no rules. Yeah, like people mm-hmm. park everywhere. I don't know. It's just mental. And we went to the seaside a lot, which I've never done before. I don't know if you ever go to Rome. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a lot more. Um, yeah. The unstructured the the city polices yeah, itself or, not. or or the vatican polices the city i guess all <laughs> the vatican yeah. from the world the vatican's kind of the omniscient all-knowing being i think that's higher than the police oh, yeah, for at sure. that, at the that vatican point. city sixth rental car that's my favorite location probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason's had some great times in, in Rome. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. Oh, well, I'm I'm getting married in Italy this summer and oh my, God, my, my fiance fiance made me reserve the rental car, you know, like eleven months in advance. So it's <laughs> it's already been and don't worry, out don't, and Sophia don't there's a spreadsheet, don't worry. Sophia, don't worry. Don't worry, neither Jason or his fiance are Italian or have any ties to Italy. They're just they just, just really what, like it. What you doing in Rome? You're getting married in Rome. No, we're we're no. getting married in, in Tuscany, but we're gonna we're gonna kinda have a, a honeymoon where we drive all over. We go to Rome, we go to Bologna, we go to Lake Como. Nice. Know, we're probably gonna and we go to we end up in Milan and then fly home from, Yeah, don't don't there. drive in Rome, whatever you do. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's bad. Even more. He's a great driver. He's a great driver, but even I wouldn't advise yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, I drove a lot in, in Rome and I kinda you get used to it after a while, but at first I don't know. I, I get excited driving in a city that's terrible to drive in. Like I love driving in San Francisco. There's it's just you you have to be an offensive driver or else yeah i think you it's have not to like, work out. like especially if you're in like uh, i drive in england a lot and, and when i go to italy you kind of have to change your mindset oh yeah it's like i'm gonna be mm-hmm. i'm gonna be really really horrible to everyone because otherwise <laughs> yeah like when my husband drives he, we're all like stuck in some like you know in, a, in an exit thing for like an hour <laughs> this is too polite to, to yeah you through. can't do that you know but also like in america <laughs> no. In, I live in Los Angeles, and if you drive around and somebody cuts you off and you give them the finger, 
there's a 50% chance you're going to die. But in, in <laughs> yeah, Italy, yeah. in Italy, like you'll cut somebody off and a 90 year old grandma is doing the hands like you do fucking, you know, like you just, it's just a part of the life and the culture and nobody's going to kill anyone. I think it's, you know, you, it's really strange because we work in, with Italy a lot. And obviously my team, there is a few Italians, but we're in London and you know, only the Italians can deal with the Italian factories, for example. They just yeah. there's a mm, such mm-hmm. a like high level of misunderstanding going on because <laughs> English people have got one way of thinking well and Italian and it's really hard. Sometimes I'm like, you guys have to put this into context. You have to understand what's going on there. And you know, and it's like there's such different mentalities. And someone was telling me the other day that there's this this woman that they know that does courses. British fashion companies on how to work in Italy. Wow! And you know, instead of like learning Italian, you have to you go and learn how to work with Italians. I would, really, I would, that's I would, yes. I would much rather hire a couple of Italians than take a class to learn how to deal with <laughs> Italians. That's crazy. But it it gets so often like and it's not translation like direct translation. It's lost in kind of. Um, ideas because we have such different mindsets yeah like but, like um, the, like you know, tr- um, like translating what you actually want to be made what you actually yeah yeah <laughs> and the fact that they're not being rude to you how to tell an italian person who's been doing this job for 50 years that like they did it wrong and they have to change it <laughs> yes. and they're, 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 they're you, an english person says that and they just go no and then it's over and then you're like fuck what do i do what do i do we we spent a lot of money on these samples what do we do i i uh shoe is shoe i i don't fix <laughs> no no uh that that is um so okay if you're italian yeah. and you live in london yeah where do you go for holiday don't tell me spain ah yes no i do what's wrong with spain chris i'm joking i'm joking i just the british are known for taking over spain with their pasty their pasty skin yeah so i i I haven't got pasty skin so it's good um (laughs) i go usually i'll fly to italy and then i fly to spain (laughs) because um Italy, I can, you know, I, I love Italy. It's amazing, but in small doses. So it's e- so you're saying it's easier to smuggle drugs in from Italy into Spain versus going straight mm-hmm. from then the other way around. Got exactly. it. Okay, um, that does no, make I'm sense. I'm not sure. No, no, I think it's probably better the other way. Around. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Just thinking about it, I think you you'll get less. Yeah, you'll get through the um, Italian uh, borders much easier. I would have thought. So when uh, like when you were in London, like in the 90s in that world you know big rave culture yeah. and everything like that were you also running off to ibether back then yeah and i still do oh, <laughs> I, let's go. I, I love going to <laughs> yeah um, do we bring the kids for that trip or not so much yeah so we all go now damn <laughs> what's the point of going to a, a B, ibether with your children She's like, someone's got to drive. Yeah, so we, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> this motherfucker. You're like, all right, John Carlo, you know how to drive a stick. You're like, this motherfucker's making beats. He's driving me around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just park it up front. We'll be a while. Yeah, do you guys go to the rave together? <laughs> no, I don't really like going out anymore unless like unless I have to. Yeah. All right, but in uh, your in your friends- <laughs> in your heyday though, what are we looking at? Five nights a week? No, I mean 
I did, yeah, when I was super young, though. I, okay, I, okay. I already had it out of my system by the time I was like 24. Okay. So, but like back then, you were in, you were like in Madchester, like acid house, like yeah. raving kind of world. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah. I mean, you, it, it's, yeah. it's going to be out of your system because that's kind of like, where do you go from there? That's the peak. Yeah. 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 I would already got, so I got my first job when I was like 22, I think. And by then, I, already i'm quite a workaholic so by then i've already kind of um stopped going out i I mean i'd go out but it'd be more like skate things and like you know people's parties. you were were focusing on the bag at an early age yeah my raving was then yeah very very young 15 19 (laughs) and now you only rave if it's a write-off a tax (laughs) write-off yeah yeah. (laughs) can we expense this molly can we <laughs> this is work related, so just 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 put it in that category in the spreadsheet, please. In England, you can't expense entertainment. That's really what? bad. You can, you can. In England, you can't. No. What? Entertainment is not expensive. That's bollocks. No. Well, I mean, it's expensive, but it's not tax deductible. All you guys do is fucking drink. How is that possible? I know. Well, that's why. If it was deductible, then the the government would be bankrupt. Yeah, they're just like, I'm not. Yeah, we're we're not dealing with that. Yeah, it's if they have to write off every pint. Yeah, the city's gonna crumble. Yeah, it's only substance, <laughs> and you can't argue that you can drink all the time. I actually don't drink that much. Okay, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't get that British vice. That's a very British thing that us Italians do less. What um What are some of the British pastimes, behaviors, activities that you have adopted into your life, though? Uh, yeah. I mean, going to the pub a little bit because you have to. <laughs> Is that what your son tells you, Mom? I have to. Look, I don't even want to go. Yeah. I, I have to. <laughs> I have to. I spent three like three years at St. Martin's without realizing that people were actually going to the pub at the end of the day. I, I you mean, you mean everybody would like go home. after class to the pub and you just, because you were Italian, they kept forgetting to invite you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know it was going on. I was going to raves at that point. So, Maybe that's that was what it was. Okay, do you still do you still listen to electronic dance music from time to time, or have you kind of calmed down on that? Uh, I do, but um, we're more like a sort of punk family, I think. Okay, now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. we're cooking with gas. Yeah, we li- we listen to a lot of American punk as a family. <laughs> that's that's I think. And actually, mm. I okay. do think that one of you is into American punk. Was we, that? No, no, we, I, we I both are. That. You both are. Okay. I mean, Jason's more into. Well, actually, no, Jason's really well-rounded. I'm less well-rounded um, because I don't like uh, electronic music at all, really. Yeah. Um, but when you say American punk, do you mean from the heyday or do you mean Yeah, current? heyday. Yeah. Okay. So okay. My, my husband's uh, uh, you know, skater. He lived in uh, San Diego for a while. And it's like from that Oh, so he was, a re- he was a proper pro yeah, skateboarder. Yeah, yeah. And okay. we grew the kids up on the sound on the sound of uh, hardcore. Wow, <laughs> which is possibly why they're so dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, what the who fuck? are who are some of these bands that you're talking? Who are some of these hardcore bands you're talking about? Oh, well, I think in the car we would play something like The Descendants. Mm, okay, or, okay. I don't know, Black Flag. Wow, Circle Jack. Uh, Fugazi, Damn. Wow, so that's a true. All right, so you got two kids in the back of the Range Rover and they're listening to fucking Black Flag. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, screaming, Dad, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I wanted to talk about um sweat sweatpants. Yeah, and sweatshirts. 
Yeah. Your uh, no problemo sweats have kind of become infamous. A lot of people have worn them over the last few years. You know, cool people, celebs, all the all that stuff. Who has been the one person where you you open up your Instagram and you see somebody wearing a no problemo sweatshirt? Where you where you cringed and thought like, oh, what have I done? Oh, cringed! I thought you were gonna say who like who. What was the like hey moment? Because that would have been Charlize Theron. Oh, that's pretty. That's okay. We well, like that. We can start with a hey moment. Yeah. So she the a uh, cringe moment. Like a Pete Davidson or something. We're like, oh god, we gotta change Pete things Davidson. up. <laughs> oh really? I love Pete Davidson. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love him too. What exactly do you love about him? I don't know. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, are are you attracted? Like, do you like his looks? Um, I don't know. I just kind of like him. Why do Why do we feel like your parents right yeah. now, Sophia? <laughs> <laughs> You're so, I, I don't know. I just do. Like, I don't know, Sophia. I just don't understand what you see in this boy. So what you say? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. No, I kind of like him, but then I'm not American, so I don't know. I've kind of like. It was quite funny when he split up with, um, uh, what's her name? Kim Kardashian? <laughs> with Kim. With Kim. Um, I quite liked his statement. I don't know. I just think he's quite funny. He seems like a kind of like a nice person. Isn't okay. he not? No. So you, so you understand what all these people see in him is what you're saying? It, yeah, maybe. I don't know if I've like um, looked into him that deeply sure <laughs> let's ask let's sure. ask a harder let's ask a little bit of a, a harder question sophia yeah your your daughter brings home pete davidson says mom this is my new boyfriend yeah. where uh, how's that gonna go she's too young so you'd be a bit pedo okay. Okay. <laughs> okay i wasn't i didn't sure mean, yeah i meant metaphorical daughter it doesn't need to be is i he, wasn't okay my metaphorical daughter no i'll be fine yeah cool be fun <laughs> cool fine cool I'm fine not, I'm not very judgmental personally. I have to say that's one thing that's quite good about me. I'm not judgmental. Yeah. So even in terms of like who I've seen and then cringe, don't really. You're fine. Think well, j- also it's like it's tough. I mean, you know, it's 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 lying in your pockets, you know. So the bigger yeah, the. Mean, did Charlize? Do you think she bought them? I don't. It didn't come from us, but I doubt her. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was quite funny because she put it up on. It was when she did the film with Nicole Kidman, and um, um, it's a film about the three. Uh, I remember. Anyway. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah 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 yeah. It was um. <laughs> it was about like Fox News. Yeah yeah yeah. That's the one. Yeah. And she wore it in the pictures, and then Nicole Kidman reposted it. And it was called Bombshell. Yeah, Bombshell. Bomb, yeah, bomb. Yeah. And people were commenting underneath, and there was all these Italian people commenting that it was spelled wrong, which was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "You don't say no problema, say problema." <laughs> and then, like, people commenting again, saying it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that is that that is the most infamous. That's the product. Is that something that I, I would love to understand where that came from? Uh, no, it's from uh, Terminator. <laughs> so, oh, I thought. Okay, uh, sure. I thought I was gonna. Okay, <laughs> I, I didn't know. I thought it might be a little more heady than that, but I'm kind of. No, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator Two, Terminator Due, Terminator Due. I think he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I think he's when he's nice. So it's Terminator Two. Yeah. Yeah. And he just goes, no problemo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. that that's great. I guess inspiration can really come from anywhere, you know. I don't know about the the White Lotus thing. I felt slightly oh, that's right. kind of 
you know, is this good? Is this not good? Because the, um, the continuous picking up on her wardrobe. Yeah. Like, you know, there was so many articles on who she was, why was she wearing. So you're, you're talking about the, um, the girl that was Jennifer Coolidge's assistant, like the young blonde girl. Portia, yeah. Yeah. She wears it. So that, so that's a, that's a great example of a, a possibly cringe moment where you're like, Oh, maybe this is not a great look for us because everyone was dissecting how awful her outfits were. And then she yeah, shows up wearing exactly. And then there was all the things of like who who picked her outfit. And she was wearing a lot of like similar brands. So in a way, we weren't alone. But that is mm-hmm. quite, you know. And but I think when you have a brand, you're forever fighting between, you know, wanting to remain cool, mm-hmm. or you know, and and then really wanting to build an empire. You know, um, the reality is that they That's the biggest challenge ever. Yeah, they can't really coexist or not for everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's like, no. You, you can, uh, is, is there like a ceiling in terms of how large you want to scale the brand where you'll stop there before it becomes so uncool that you don't love it anymore? Or, or are you just kind of, we hope to get there? It's difficult because I think it kind of has its own momentum. So you, you know, you think you can control it, but you can't, you know, it's, uh, it's its own thing. It's already its own thing and it's still quite small. Well, you could be like Burberry and just burn all your extra stock. So poor people can't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> there are ways to do it, no, but, but they're I mean, not very, there are ways we can, we can talk off. We can talk off mic. If you need to, unload they're, not the stuff, don't worry about it. they're not the only ones. Yeah. They're not the only <laughs> ones. No, they're not. Wait, is that you admitting that, you guys do it too? Is that no. what you're saying in so many words? <laughs> We're way too small to even, even have enough to burn, to be honest. You're like, the only time we burn our clothes is to keep warm? <laughs> to keep warm when we can't pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that like, we say this all the time with, with podcasting, or with music or with, with fashion, whatever it is, you like, you really think you can can choose your audience, but you can't. No. Once you put something out, out into the world, it's not up to you anymore. And I, I, I think that that is um, something that takes some coming to terms with. Yeah, it's really hard. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't talk about how brands grow and, you know, how this outcome that happens. But a lot of the brands that, you know, around us grow through investment. Mm-hmm. We we don't. We're growing organically. So, you know, the the the, the reality is that this sort of monster <laughs> grows and, you know, an organic, organic growth is even h- harder to, to, con- to contain in a way. Yeah, no, for sure. For you sure. know, and I think you can, you can't plan it, you know, and you might, and also you have to, because you're growing organically, you have to follow the money to a certain extent because you, you, you're investing your money into your, your growth. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and this become you know, it's a little bit, you know, like technical, but in a, in a way, if you have an investment, you can kind of, you know, sort of choose what works for you and kind of push that. Well, I think when you grow organically, you have to go with what's selling to then be able to to grow. And, you know, and you have a different kind of freedom because you don't have investors, you don't have mm-hmm. anyone telling you what to do. But the reality is you also, you know, your market is dictated by you, by, by people buying it. And if something's selling, you're like, you know, do I really stop this when it's allowing me <laughs> to employ all these people and to do all these other things that I enjoy doing? And, you know, so it's a, it's, it's a difficult thing. Yeah. But when you, when you do it organically, that's where you get true respect from other people versus LVMH dropping off. Hey, don't, hey, don't, dollars. hey, don't, hey, look, uh, 50, uh, 
But uh, <laughs> we'll take we'll take it. I speak for Sophia when I say we'll take it. I'll say we'll take it. But it, but you 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 get the benefit of having uh, an infinitely long runway where you can take risks and make more mistakes and still be able to pay your employees yeah, versus you know in your situation. Um, you know, I think I, I I think about it a lot because obviously we we get approached by people who want to invest and you know and think about it. You know, but I think organic growth does gives you a form of satisfaction that, like, someone coming in and just oh, say, yeah. "Yeah, that's you know, ten million pounds. What do you want to do with it?" Because you're still not, you know, it, it's it, it becomes even more daunting, you know, because I think like that kind of sort of straight exchange of like someone likes something that you do and they buy it, it's feel it's very very humbling and kind of like you know feels every day you're kind of growing and i think it you know for for, for a human being if it feels nicer you know it feels like you're achieving you know it gives mm-hmm. you a sense of achievement mm-hmm. De- definitely yeah you don't you don't want to go you don't want to go mad happy route you know what yeah. i mean we all know we all know what's going on over yeah, there yeah and then you question <laughs> things you know you, you question things you're like it's what i'm doing is it good you know and if someone comes in and just gives you lots of money you know money that may Money laundry, money. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it's fun, but maybe you think, you know, was that just, uh, you know, just someone laundering money around? Just to be clear, just to, just to be clear, we'll let you launder money through How Long Gone. If yeah. anybody listening, we we love, we're down with white collar crime. White collar crime is good. I would totally do money laundering, but I think maybe psychologically I'd be more, I'd, I'd be more upset. I think it makes me happier to live this way. So you're gonna, but you said you're gonna open. You're opening a store soon. We're opening a store. Yeah. What's the What's the plan? Where's it gonna be? So it's in Soho, and it's big, really big, and that's gonna require a lot of either money laundry or prostitution, <laughs> <laughs> or or a combination. Of both. So what is the What is the plan? Now, is this gonna be the office and the store? Is no, it gonna be? Just, are you moving the whole? Just the store? It's gonna be a store, but it's also organized as a sort of event space, like. Mm-hmm. slash gallery slash um hanging out space mm-hmm. uh i think we all felt that to just open a small store was not a goal and i think to just open something that feels like more community-led and mm-hmm. that feels like it has a place yeah you kind of you kind of have to yeah i just think it's there's a thing though in today's age that i feel like having a store really just legitimizes a brand no matter how much you're selling and how many great stores you're in globally, et cetera. I think having your own space, especially in like a major city, yeah. just just like makes it feel a lot more real to even the customer, yeah. you know, not just it, your peers. You're totally right. I think you're, you know, you can only really have your vision within your own space. And I think otherwise you're like curated all the time by someone else. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah I guess like the a space of your own, you really get to show your customer who you are as a brand in other ways that you can't do on e-com, you know, the art that you hang in the walls the music that you play yeah and you you can be in control of all of that whereas you know you're the 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 essence photographer on ecom doesn't always shoot the way you want it to be but you just got to do it no it's true and i think it's you know it's super super important to do it and i think that is the way everyone's going nowadays but it's not going to be you know the easiest yeah, I think coming going forward. <laughs> no. But I'm looking, no, I mean it's a terrible idea. We signed the 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 lease on the day that the you know the September when all the markets like dropped and like the the interest rates just went through the roof and we were like, no, it's okay, you'll be fine. Doing? 
Fashion's not affected by that stuff. You know that. Come on. <laughs> no, exactly. Not at all. You know, people still want to buy really expensive clothes. <laughs> when, when, you do make some really expensive clothes. That's that's what I like is that I can go world. scroll the website. We can get the sweatpants for, you know, 250 We can get the t-shirt for 80 But you got the leather jacket. You got the – you have, like, the real stuff yeah. uh, that's more expensive, which I feel like you – you you worked up to yeah i mean we we manufacture in a lot of like, you know we manufacture where all the big brands manufacture their clothes so we have yeah. like our leather bags are made where you know all the big you know leather brands make their clothes and we just charge comparatively a lot less so i think yeah. we value that stuff and obviously we are not known for it but it does give it like i think once we're in our, our own store it gives it like an amazing framework you know to be for people to understand that we're not just about sweatpants you know i love produ- producing clothes it's been, that's sort of my real passion has been in in the parts you know understanding the ma- you know the methods of production and mm-hmm. how you produce things well and i think uh you know that we, we do that well yeah the, the the other day i was checking out the leather bra yeah would you wear it <laughs> which the leather bra i love i don't know if it would look great on me um i kind of have a i'm pretty wide up top so it'd be a tough we'd have to do like a fitting how does a leather bra work with the sweat with a sweaty tit <laughs> yeah it's, I don't it's th- like it looks it, it looks nice on top of a sweat <laughs> You know who's wearing we, okay. in our new campaign? He's wearing our leather bra and looks amazing in it. Who? Uh, Mia Khalifa. Oh, oh, okay. Wow, Mia Khalifa. Mm. Yes, yeah. star of stage and screen. She's amazing. I mean, I've met her. She's such a brilliant person, and she's been wearing our stuff and I photographed her in the leather bra the other day, and it looked very good on her. I would hope so. <laughs> you can imagine. I, I might have to Google that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope send, so. Like, I'll if send you. <laughs> I'll send you a screenshot. Great. Yeah. Make sure you send Jason some. He's got, he probably already has a folder of screenshots, but that we can add to it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because you type in Mia Khalifa bra and there's just, you know, 17,000 <laughs> photos to wade through. It's going to be, it's going to take a while. So talk amongst yourselves. It's going to take a while. Yeah. I don't know when this is coming out. When is this coming out? The podcast? Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, but it does come out tomorrow. That's actually, I think our, I think our collaboration, the Aries, how long gone is no pressure in the no problemo font. <laughs> I just ideated that, so just we'll, we'll be in touch. And if you we'll decide to not collaborate with us, we will just do it anyway. <laughs> just want to give you a yeah, heads, exactly. just a just a gentleman's agreement. Just to let you know that will happen. Yeah, we don't really care. I'm at that point now with, with, with one of my collaborations where I just said, well, I think we should come up with it anyway, even if you guys don't like it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, strong arming. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that enough? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cooler than you. Well, speaking of collabs, I love it. Speaking, speaking of collaborations, <laughs> yes. who are who are some who is like? Can you name a brand that you said no to? Uh, uh no, no, probably not many. <laughs> She's like, no, we've said yes to all of them. I don't know what you mean. No, we say yes to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, maybe just timing wise, there's a few, but I think you know, I think any brand that kind of big you kind of can do something with something cool with i think mm-hmm. as long as they they're prepared to take risks that's my yeah, as long as yeah. they give you 
artistic. Yeah. I mean, people are coming. Yeah, yeah which they don't want. always do. No, but if people are yeah. coming to you, like the New Balance stuff has been such a home run. Like I wear those shoes still all yeah. the time. The original pair, the neon pair. Um, I love I, those. I, Me too. I love those. It's a great. Yeah. But I mean, I think that that's a perfect, like, you know, I, I think that they do a lot of collaborations now. Half of them are bad. And then, you know, there's five or 10 a year that are really good. And I think that you guys keep it funky. It was fun. It was really fun. And I, actually with them, it was quite easy. I had to write a letter, but it was quite easy to convince them to go eventually for the whole unbalanced team, like theme, which was a bit yeah, difficult yeah. to start with. Uh, but I do find myself in collaboration writing these really long letters saying, I think you, it, you know, it's okay to use the, you know, whatever like awful thing we've decided to to inflict on the collaborators. <laughs> you know, if you look at it. <laughs> look, guys, time. this is look. I I know this seems crazy and ugly, but we got to do it. Like it's good. Trust me, it. it's you a good idea. Like, Everyone hates it, but I think idea. it's going to be a good. I mean, I, we're in the. It, it, you know, we're just trying to convince this company that putting pills or all of that. All over the <laughs> <laughs> okay. pills yeah like 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 a, a, you're creating a, a pattern that's pills or you're or, or... a pattern of pills okay. i think that's a great idea graham parsons style that was kind of my idea <laughs> sophia speaking of pills sometimes on our podcast we will ask a guest if they're fun cool <laughs> and up for a laugh like you are yeah uh what what their top three of all time favorite prescription pills are oh my god <laughs> well i have to say that at the top they're all the are they called the pans what are the, the pans, pans? The pans. I don't, we don't know what that means <laughs> like there's a pan and there's lots so of pans if, if, it, if it ends with pan <laughs> if it ends with pan is great that's a yeah. good okay that's a great takeaway from this episode three drops of a pan is like you know and no jet lag okay this is <laughs> my dad's a doctor so we got quite pure pans okay so you have a direct line that's good to know <laughs> tamazepan drazepan tamazepan drazepan okay. <laughs> all the pans, the pans <laughs> yeah I like that it's like uh, it's like looking at the wine list like here's our reds here's our whites here's our pans um, <laughs> if there's anything you had a question about just let me know that's good Okay, so at at the at the top of Mount uh, Pillmore, <laughs> pans reign supreme. Pillmore, there's pan, but they come liquid, so you it drops. So okay, work. now are you putting them in your eyes or just in your mouth like normal? No, so you put like you you put like in a, a little bit of water. Oh, I see. Okay, like a tincture style. That's very popular with marijuana here in California. Tincture style, yeah. I'll do a little oil of oregano if I have a bit of a thro oh, yeah. frog in my throat, you know, stuff like that. I actually had this terrible experience last week where I had really bad back and my friend gave me a tincture saying, oh, this is really great and you should put it on your back, mm -hmm. directly on your back. And it looked like some kind of like gloop style ointment. So okay. I just said, that's not going to do anything. I so he was like, oh, you can just take it. And he gave me two tiny drops of this this ointment, and I literally never been as stoned. I think <laughs> it was horrific. You were you. That was the highest you've ever been. It was the highest I've ever been. It was horrible. And you've been going to Ibiza since the nineties. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> like really, really, I had to like face the you know, like the family dinner and everything being completely. <laughs> Like that, yeah, detached from reality, <laughs> and I still don't know what was in it because he just said something really magical. <laughs> I, I mean, I I can't even imagine. Like, <laughs> I've been way too high at a at a 
friend's dinner or something like that, and I am just chewing my fingernails, just so stressed out. But if I'm in that situation with like my children looking at me, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I had to, I had to tell him. I came out. I just had to tell him. I just, I'm really sorry. I don't know what he's given me, but this is not good. I, and it did. It was like that situation where everything that you say sounds wrong. You know, like where your confidence sure. is just destroyed. Like. To, to nothing. Uh, it was so you're quite, like, yeah. sorry guys, I'm gonna take my dinner upstairs. I'm gonna watch <laughs> Love Island for five yeah. hours. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Mom <laughs> needs some mom time. Mom needs yeah. some mom time. I'm gonna go upstairs. Don't knock. I'm gonna be in there. Don't leave me alone. I actually watched Bernie. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't watched that, that yet. Good. He's he's one of my heroes. So I need to catch up. That's one of my favorite stoner movies. If you love him, you've got to, you've got to see the documentary because it's uh, it's actually quite yeah. Well, I love him. I love him partly because of you're familiar with Belgian shoes, I'm sure. No. So Belgian shoes are kind of like a New York institution. It's like a store uptown, and it it was always like the Upper East Side, like very rich guy shoe. It's like a slipper with a tiny little bow on it, and and there's like one place you can get the. They've been obviously like all the. I know the shoe. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that. It's but, like a velvety loafer kind of. But thing. you can get them in all kinds. You can get them in ostrich and leather and velvet. You know, you can get everything. You get them just made. like one of your Birkin bags, Sophia. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you, they keep your size. They keep your. You know, if you really got the the bread they keep your size on file and you order all the new materials and colors every season blah 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 so when bernie when bernie went to jail there was this famous picture of his belgian collection that was up for auction and it was you know like a hundred pairs or something oh crazy it was like a hundred pairs he had every color every you know so it's um i, I only have a couple pairs um because i haven't stolen enough money yet <laughs> So, Chris, what are some things about about Bernie that you like? Just the shoes, really. Okay. And the fact that he... Um, he is known as one of the most evil humans of all time. He has the, the most money. that uh, It's $60 billion, right? Yeah. I mean, he's... No, I think it's more that he... Um, I think it's like the whole thing is... It's awful, obviously. But the fact that people react to stealing money worse than they do like mass killings is something that's also very interesting to me as far as like our society goes. Yeah. You know, like, I yeah, I know, I know he stole money from Kevin Bacon and that does suck. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like we have some real atrocities going on in this world that seem that, that I would think demand a little more attention and maybe even empathy, but that's just me. And I think, you know, but he's got great shoes. If you think about it, the banks steal your money all the time. He's like, he, he was quite, if you listen to him, he's quite. I think he thought he was doing good. Yeah, no, he no, he definitely brainwashed. I mean, that's what people like that do. They've talked themselves in. Yeah. He like convinced himself that he was like doing. He was Peter Pan or something. Yeah, which is and which is definitely he, not the case. Yeah, but I think if you think about money, it's such a, you know, especially now with like cards and stuff, it's so like abstract that the fact that he actually wasn't mm -hmm. investing that money, but he thought he was somehow keeping it safe for people makes more sense when you hear him <laughs> interviewed you start thinking oh my god he actually did you know he was he be believed that he was that that was the right thing to do it's weird yeah, totally no he, yeah. he was yeah, now he the, the question is do you think the family knew or do you think they didn't know ah uh, i i think it's really hard i'm only on the first i only watched the first episode so I'm like looking forward to watching the other ones. The FBI is asking that same question right now, Chris. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I just lived in, I lived in New York when this was all happening. It was so just insane. It was yeah. just nonstop like coverage. And I, I truly believe the wife didn't know. 
I don't know if the Suns obviously the Suns were involved in the business, so it's a little it's a little dicier. But like, I definitely don't think the wife knew, and I think that's the most tragic part to me. A little bit is like, can you imagine living that life for seventy years and then basically being like, I have to live in a hovel in South Florida now, and I was lied to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, I mean it's terrible. Yeah, it's tra- terrible. I, I think because I don't think he, in a sense, he knew. I think it wasn't until like everything you know, like collapsed that he was sort of, and he was made to give the money back that he realized that, you know, it's a little bit like, yeah. what was it called? Northern Rock. It was like the Northern Rock collapsed, but like a million times more. I mean, banks were kind of doing a similar thing yeah. in a way. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a blueprint. I mean, there's a way that this works. Yeah, you know? sorry. No, I think that he was doing two different businesses. That's what comes out from the documentary. He was running two different businesses. So whether, yeah. you know, it, because he was, so happy and everyone thought he was doing so well people didn't question it i don't know i mean it's weird it was the perfect crime <laughs> until it wasn't yeah it's like when we finally open our how long gone coffee shop that's cash only we're gonna have to have two separate <laughs> sets of books you know what i mean one one for us yeah. one for the irs it's gonna be a whole thing yeah. you know how it is yeah. you're a small business yeah, you owner to, sophia you know how it is yeah yeah exactly you have to yeah, but I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what happened because it is quite intriguing. It's a great, no, it's a great, I mean, it's it's a great, <laughs> it's a great story. story. It's a great story. Yeah. Um, all right, Sophia, we really thank you for joining us on How Long Gone today. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. Hopefully one day meet you in real life. I was going to tell you, we're going to be in London at the end of the month doing a few things. I'll make sure you get the invites. Oh my God, do come, but do come and visit us. Uh, visit us too we'll cover you in no problemos we can be okay perfect <laughs> we need the we need we, yeah we i need some i i have been eyeing some sweatpants so i'll definitely follow exactly. follow up on i'll that. take the varsity jacket but yeah thank you thank you so much that was so much fun of course less scary <laughs> thanks <laughs> thank you later <laughs> Fuck, you don't belong